Hey, neighborhood, your feedback and support goes a long way in helping NAI grow and provide the ultimate wrestling fan experience. That's right, and now there's even more ways to take part in the community. Just head to Patreon.com today and search for New Age Insiders. Everyone is loving their rewards, and new exclusive content is coming all the time. And with plans starting as low as $2 a month, any support is appreciated and goes a long way towards enhancing the New Age Insiders experience. Once again, visit Patreon.com, search New Age Insiders, and take advantage of the new rewards today. And now, this is good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the New Age Insiders. This is the New Age Insiders Wrestling Show. Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, the Prince of Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to New Age Insiders. With your host, Jason Maltov. We watch wrestling to enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, why are you watching? Liam Stryker. If I told you once, I told you a thousand times. Storytelling, storytelling, storytelling. And Bill Neville. Unpredictability is the answer. When wrestling's unpredictable, it's at its best. This is Warbeard Hansen. This is Johnny Mundo. This is Donovan Dijak. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. This is Mean Gene Okun. This is Zach Ryder. Hi, this is Howard Finkel. I'm Bill Goldberg, and the New Age Insiders are next. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. You can be cool, you can be shy, say what you want, say what you I do like that theme. Sure. It's fun. It was fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it, This feels like it should be Ruby Riot's theme song. Riotata? Ruby Riot. Riot? Dijakovic. So much. So many letters. Yeah. Uh, huge shout out, by the way. If you're listening live, we appreciate it. Don't go anywhere. NXT is on demand. It's a, it's, a nerv- it's a service you pay $9.99 a month for. You'll be fine. He'll be there. But <laughs> he'll be up uh, Gigantic congratulations uh, to Dominic Dijakovic. Some of us know him as Dominic. Uh, D- <laughs> to Donovan Dijak. Some of us know him as Chris. And everybody's going to get to know him very shortly because he's making his NXT on screen debut for NXT TV tonight. Um, just a tremendous talent for those of you who are relatively new to the New Age Insiders universe. Uh, we've known Donovan Dijak for a few years now. We kind of got to him before anybody else did because. Great, play, right place, right time. Yeah. He really came up through chaotic wrestling in the early years. Um, we were working with them or just attending the shows. Um, and to watch that guy really only be in the business for about four or five years or so. Yeah. He's already a signed superstar with hype and a package. And like, hey, they're going to try with Dominic Dijakovic. I uh, just want to give that shout out to yeah, um, he just feel they it's funny because he adopted that Drago persona yep. uh, towards the end of his indie run. And, and it feels like they're going to lean into it a lot. It's funny because I don't think they're 100 and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they're 100 percent sure what they want to do with him quite yet. Just because his name sounds so like you're right, like Drago But they go out of their way to like put American flags on his tights just so they're like, no, he's still yeah. an American good guy or an American. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but no matter what, uh, there's just too much talent there for it not to succeed. And uh, this day was this day was always a matter of when, not if. And just huge congratulations to Donovan Dijak, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, Dominic Dijakovic, uh, uh, for just for making it. And yeah. uh, that's you know, you, step one is tonight. Good for you, man. Or this is really step like 37 of a long road to get here. Um, but good for you, man. And uh, sky's the limit. Just, I, just the beginning. I still can't believe that Ring of Honor dropped the ball that hard with him. Uh, yeah. Well, they're ha- they. 
it is the most fortuitous lap falling into maybe in wrestling history <laughs> yeah. that they got Cody when they did, and Cody was so mad and bitter and gung ho at the time that it was almost just like, yeah, Cody Rhodes. It's almost similar to us yeah. in some regards. Cody Rhodes just needed wrestlers, yeah, right, and a ring and a promotion and attention, and he's just like, I, I just need something. And Ring of Honor is the next step down from WWE in America, right? And they were just got super lucky, and like, yeah. yeah and quite frankly, when it comes, we're not going to talk ton about Ring of Honor tonight, but quite frankly, when it comes to Ring of Honor, they had a graphic basically being like, yeah, we know they're leaving, but look who's left, yeah, right. And it was like, you know, nah, okay, alrighty. Sure looked yeah. a lot better when you had Cody the Bucks and Hangman Page on there. I must admit. Yeah, and Christopher Daniels and yeah. Frankie Kazarian. Got those two guys as well. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Oh, so like uh, the good quarter of your roster is leaving? Oh, well, okay. it, it's also like, look, you know, I think with a lot of fans, and we're going to find this out in the numbers, and I could be right, it could be wrong, uh, but I think with a lot of fans, they didn't watch Ring of Honor. They watched <laughs> Cody and the Bucks. They watched what the Bullet Club were doing. Yeah, right. Not even just Cody and the right. Bucks. They watched what the Bullet Club were up to. And the Bullet Club spent some time in Ring of Honor. So I watched their time yeah. in Ring of Honor stuff because I followed them. Well, because now they're uh, going to be. Yeah, everybody watched. Uh, everybody watched being the elite. And being the elite took place in both places. Right. Yeah. No, and believe me, I. Uh, I think they're going to see a shift in gears, and that's why we talked about it. It must have been last week, maybe a week or so ago now. Um, we talked about how I just ver- fervently believe that the best thing for um, Ring of Honor is to still want to have a ongoing working relationship yeah. with those Well, guys. the thing is, is the their con- their promotion at best isn't going to start until the summer. Right. So At best. At best. And so... Yeah, I would love to have you on an unexclusive six-month deal right. before you start your own thing. Yep. No, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but just, uh, we're going to shift gears. I don't want to talk too much about Ring of Honor. But, I mean, I, I will say that forever and, if I, and ever and ever in a day. Ring of Honor needs to work with the guys that, you know, this yeah. is the most attention Ring of Honor's ever gotten. Right. Is this recent two years, yep. right? And I just wouldn't want to nip that in the bud just because, like, look, it's like, you know, it's not even you, Cody's not slandering Ring of Honor no. out the door. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. like, look, we. this isn't about leaving Ring of Honor. It's about a passion to do something else. Right. And so just stay on good terms. All right. Now I'm officially, I guess I tweeted out my congratulations to Dijak. That's what I needed to get done. Uh, now we're ready to go. All right. So a lot has been going on. We promised you, uh, because Bill wasn't here. Again, he's never allowed to leave again. He's actually, I'm here uh, now. He's actually surgically attached to that chair <laughs> at this point. Uh, and we hope that, and Brandon, we hope that DC will call tonight. He's more than welcome to. And so are you. We see that you're out there listening live. We know yep. that on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock on NewAgeInsiders.com, twitch.tv slash NewAgeInsidersTV. We don't usually take calls um, unless something like huge, like John Cena officially retires. We'll take calls for that. But <laughs> which it feels like the opposite. But yeah, uh, yeah. It also feels like he knows. Like literally, it's the he needs to like remix the song because he even said he goes, "It's over." He said in a recent yeah. interview, he's like, "It's over," and it's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Um, but maybe that'll be the Patreon show. Maybe Word Life. Yeah, maybe, comes back. Maybe maybe John Advanced Thugonomics comes. I've told you that I want Advanced Thugonomics for years, and I told you that is like yeah. you know the fine, and it's like the, the we call it the graduation tour or something. Just oh, so please <laughs> give me some something fun. Um, so I have NXT on because Dominic Dijakovic is about to take uh <laughs> take the stage, and the local talent they have. Oh, he's beating uh, up local talent. Aaron Mackey. Okay. <laughs> um, do you remember when... I thought he was going to beat up Biff. Rem- I must have Yeah. Remember when Orlando Jordan was like the weird gold dust person in NXT and he like came out with caution tape all over him? I do, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what this guy looks like. Okay. Like, just his pants, though. Okie doke. Uh, I really thought he would... Uh, 
I thought being a biff. I thought he'd fight uh, Oni Larkin. Oni Larkin. They, uh, don't ask. Oh man, you're uh, being don't, scary. If you if his Titantron's cool. Yeah, uh, Dijak. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm just excited for him. Uh, but we will be taking your calls tonight. The, the lines are open. We're going to be talking about really whatever you want. We're we didn't intend on talking a ton of TLC tonight, but we are totally open to taking your TLC calls because we didn't get a chance to on Sunday. We're just going to sort of open the phone lines up. We're going to start talking really about this shakeup because right. we got a lot of our thoughts out there about TLC. Um, if you haven't by now, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podomatic, Lork, Noble, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Any place you have a podcast app, we're on it. Um, we do these live pre- and post-pay-per-view shows um, so we can get our thoughts out there and not take over Wednesdays with them. So it's available on all those uh, uh, podcast platforms. Please go out there and check it out. Uh, but if you do want to talk about TLC, you can. If you want to talk about the shakeup, you can. What Vince McMahon had to say, you can. Your hopes. Do you think it's going to work? Do you think it's already working? Do you think it's doomed to fail? Do you think there's no hope for Monday Night Raw? We are open to it. We also get a bunch of messages every time we do this that say, I would call, but I just like hearing you guys talk about this stuff. That is clearly fine. However, yeah. we are trying to become more and more of an interactive platform here. We usually get lines slammed for these kind of things when we open up the calls with like notice. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. we see you out there listening, and if you do want to give us a call and let several countries and a, a good amount of people know what you think about WWE's big announcement in TLC, please do give us a call. 508-202-1624, 508-202-1NAI. Uh, real quick, just because why not, for anybody that's new to the show, my name is Jason Malta. I'm Liam Stegger. And I'm Bill Neville. We are the New Age Insiders. You can join us on Twitter, including during these live broadcasts for a reason, at New Age Insiders, at Liam NAI, at Bill Neville NAI, the website where you can find everything that we've got going on, including the annual New Age Insiders Year End Awards is on NewAgeInsiders.com. You can start casting your votes at NewAgeInsiders.com slash awards. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. Everything that we've got going on is there. You can find us live every Wednesday night on Twitch.tv slash TV. If you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Twitch, you can watch us on Twitch for free. So don't think that we're moving over to a platform that you have to pay for. What you do when you subscribe is you support the the creator, but you also get uh, ad-free content. So your stream will have zero commercials. That's like the the value of subscribing. And again, if you have Amazon Prime, you already have the ability to subscribe to somebody on Twitch for free. It's called Twitch Prime. Jeff Bezos makes $250 million a day, and the new Age Insiders do not. It's super easy and free to you. Twitch Prime. Uh, with your Amazon Prime, and all together we are the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. Uh, so let's dive right on into it. On Monday night, we had heard uh, that Vince McMahon was a coming, and things were going to be a changing, and yeah. there was going to be a grand acknowledgement that things were going to be shaken up in the World Wrestling Federation. Can you believe it? Um, and here we are. We are now. It's live Wednesday night at eight o'clock, of course. So we've seen Monday Night Raw. We have seen SmackDown Live. We have seen step one yep. of what I think needs to be considered a multi-step process. Yeah, that the world was not going to change this week in one day. But much like women's wrestling in this company, given time, you yeah. will see improvement if effort is put into it. Yeah. Do you believe we are going to get that effort? And what do you think? Just jumping off. Yeah, I you know I think that Raw was step in the right direction. You know you you have to build the credibility back up in the audience, and I do understand that the audience their trepidation to believe right because how many times have we you know heard oh they're gonna start listening or they're gonna start listening? Um, I think that basically the audience did exactly what it needed to do. It got together and it stopped watching and. 
the ratings were declining rapidly. It was the lowest rated Raws week by week. They were getting worse. Right, it was yeah. not getting better, and it wasn't a one-off. Yep. So They're finding a new load of that barrel right. monthly. Yeah, and so they had to do something. Their bottom line was being affected, and so they have to come out because they have to change, and they admitted that. Um, I think that you already see the kind of goodwill towards the uh the audience in the beating of baron corbin that was a you know the metaphorical beating of that horse to you know hey look yep. we hear you we're sorry yeah. we're gonna write oh, they that t- oh they took baron corbin out back and shot him yes yeah right right absolutely and so great boom moving on and then in the open challenge that dean ambrose issued right it wasn't Dolph Ziggler or Drew McIntyre or somebody that's just constantly been involved with Dean Ambrose. It wasn't even Seth Rollins, right? Yep. And I think a couple of weeks ago, yeah, it would have been Dolph Ziggler. It would have been Seth Rollins. It would have been Drew McIntyre. It would have been Bobby Lashley. Somebody that's just been on this show. Yep. And no, it was Tyler Breeze. Yep. I know that I popped. Yep. I, oh, I was psyched. I, I got so excited when it was him because that was the most exciting part about the open challenge when Cena did it originally with the U.S. title. Yep. It was all people you didn't, you weren't used to seeing in those type of spots. Sure, right. And so, boom, step one. Great. Awesome. And then you look at it from the tag team division side of it, right? The tag team division side of it. Look, say what you will about the revival, but yeah. And I have things to say about the revival. <laughs> but I, I think Cody Rhodes put it best. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the revival. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the... I just don't quite get the hype. But right. Anyway, they're new guys in new opportunities, which l- good for them. Yeah. Right? Sure. And then the final segment of the night, right? The women's gauntlet match. The last time the men did that, that lasted for an hour, and it was the best thing since sliced bread. Gotcha. Right? So you let the women do it. And I thought it had its ups and downs. I think just when the entire women's division is in there, there's some ups and downs. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, there was far more wrestling in this show. And if that's a trend, I'm I'm on board. So right away, like I said, and we are, the lines are open. If you want to give us a call and you have shake-up thoughts, I'm only going to plug this number so many times. If you want to call, great. We see you out there listening. If you don't want to and just want to hear the three of us talk about it, also great. It's your show. Make it make it what you want. That's all I have the energy Ooh. for. 508-202-1624. 508-202-1NAI to talk all about the shake-up and what your hopes are. So like I said, Rome was not built in a day, right? This sort of thing. And like I said, the, the, the one comparison I would make immediately to fans so they have something current and optimistic to reflect on and to kind of bounce this thing off of is definitely the idea of women's wrestling in the WWE. Now, there's going to be a lot of caveats, buts, and asterisks to come, but let me preface it this way. Five years ago, women like Eve Torres and, you know, God bless her heart, but Caitlin, right, who were just (laughs) these not just middle of the road. Today, they wouldn't have spots on the roster kind of people were champions for them five years ago, right? Right. They weren't taken seriously. You saw people have the timers where they'd get a minute and a half, two minute matches. With entrances. Exactly. So it was just like it was not only not a priority, but everything about it was Close to embarrassing. Maria Menounos is doing this and winning matches. Snooki's doing this and winning matches. The belt is a lower back tattoo. Everything about this is terrible. Yeah. Right? And that was, I know it might sound like, geez, yeah, that, but that was five whole years ago. Well, what if I told you that, like, 2014 is closer to five years ago now, and that's when Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, right? So 
the world I'm talking yeah. about isn't the 70s or something you can't relate to as a fan. I'm talking about this was the state of women's wrestling when you probably even may or have been, the most invested you've ever been. Right, might have even been getting right back into it or right, it was your personal high. Think about 2014. Think about WrestleMania 30. I, for the life of me, can't even remember what the women's championship match was. Right. I, I don't remember who the champion was. I'm sure it was AJ well, Lee. Or, well, no, AJ or, Lee was the champion heading into Dallas. 31. Yeah. Uh, was he or Paige was? Paige, no. Um, was Charlotte. Lee? Charlotte was in Dallas. Yeah, 31 pa- AJ, was in San Jose. AJ Lee was the, the champion, and her and Paige, I think, defend, uh, tagged yeah, they did. against they tagged the, the Bellas. Bellas. Yeah, the, the belt wasn't even on the line. Yeah. And, the, on the pre-show. Right. And so like, and you're talking about WrestleMania 30, right? So we had these huge moments where we're talking about, like, you know. The Undertaker losing. Right. Daniel Bryan and all that stuff. And then at the same time, it's like, I literally can't remember what the women's championship match is. If it is. was even on the show. Because with all the respect in the world, I'm talking about at the time, it doesn't even matter. What, was it Nikki Bella versus, you know, Eve Torres? Who cares? Like, right. then, who, then who even cares? And so that world is not that long ago. Right. And now... The, Page debuted the next night, so it was so. Who knows? Right, and on Sunday, the most recent pay per view was main evented, rightfully so, by the women. Yeah, and they didn't even go out of their way to tell me this is the first time the women have ever main evented TLC because they want this to become the new normal. Right. right, and the way things become the new normal is if you stop drawing so much goddamn attention to them. Right, you know what I mean? Like, well, if you walk up to your black friend and be like, "I would never let you not drink at my water fountain," it's like, <laughs> why would you say that? Like, right. we don't do that anymore, so we don't talk about that anymore. It's the new normal. So right. if you want to come up and th- th- we just sort of move on from these. Well, sort of things. Uh, even take Raw. This was the what tenth, fifteenth time this year that the women have main evented Raw. Yep. Remember when that was a huge deal that it was like, this is the first time since Lita and Trish. Yeah, remember when Lita tra- thought she had to kill herself to be able to do that again one day to main event Monday Night Raw? Remember when she bended like an accordion? Yeah. Was scary. Oh. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, how about this, guys? The women's championship wasn't even reborn until WrestleMania 32. Right. It was the Divas championship, as Mike is listening live. And he's 100% right. I mean, it was a lower back tattoo and terrible. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and so when it comes to like progress, these things take time, but they can happen. That's the reason I bring up the women's evolution. I, it makes the it's the best apples to apples comparison you can make. And so today, right at Wednesday after the first two shows of okay, our bad, we're gonna try again. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Not all is fixed, but like you said, what I think they do, and Dolph Ziggler has told us that they have like a social media team that like goes on and sees what right. people are talking about. We know for a fact that they actually listen to a couple shows. We've been told that a couple people back there listen to ours. So hi. So they do quote unquote listen. But I thought the problem for a long time was that thing your girlfriend tells you about the difference between listening and hearing. Right. That they heard you, but they weren't listening. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. That it's yeah. just like we don't want GMs. It's stupid. And they're like, yeah, we heard you, pal. Ah. And all you literally did was acknowledge my body made noise. Yeah, right. You know what right. I mean? And you didn't actually process well, what you could do about it. Well, I, I think that we saw the we saw the on-show reasoning, right, of the, like, we're getting rid of the middle managers, right? And that's very much the, like, hey, the GM position is going away. Baron- Sorry, Paige. Baron Corbin ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Baron Corbin got beat out of the gang, yeah. and then Paige was like, hey, we're relinquishing this position, right? right? Yeah. And I think that while that is the on-screen representation of it, I think that we're also talking about, I, I, from what I understand back there, 
every all the bookers and road agents and stuff. Yeah. There's too many of them. From Booker A to, to Booker T. Yep. Uh, but there's too many of them, right? And so I think that what they're also trying to tell you is is that no, the four of us are going to be more hands-on on the day-to-day of these stories. Can I tell you what I heard on Monday? Not in, or just piggybacking off yeah. you. That's what I, what I heard was literally Vince McMahon and to a degree Stephanie and I think Triple H who actually meant it. <laughs> yeah, was the I think I think the only two sincere people in the group were all of Hunter and half of Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but what I did hear them say, and again, I, there, this is absolutely as I as I look at this glass half full. Yes, I absolutely do acknowledge the fact. That actions are going to speak louder than words here and need to. Yes. Somebody tweeted the other day, and we'll talk about this in a different time, not this episode. We don't, have, we don't have the time for it. But Bray Wyatt's done losing his mind again and talking about God on Twitter now and how he's like apologizing for all the things he did for saying that he was a God. He's wrong. He's found God. And that was the wrong thing to do. Like DC tweeted yeah. out, he goes, Holy shit, Bray Wyatt's been Mordecai the whole time. Yeah, right. Um, and it's like, so, but with, the reason I bring up Bray Wyatt specifically is that. People are like, would, will quote tweet us and be like, look what Bray Wyatt said. What do you guys think? And I'll go, Bray Wyatt can go on Twitter and use all 280 characters to go, in deep in the woods, my soul found laundry. And though it was not clean, it glistened in the wind. And it's just like, that doesn't mean anything to me anymore, man. You're going to yeah. win your wrestling matches or not. Are they going to be good or not? I feel like it's been right. six months since you were tagging with Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. I'm sure it's not, but it feels like last year you were doing that. Yeah, I so know. I am done with Bray Wyatt went on Twitter. And said something cryptic. Yeah. I am more than open to Bray Wyatt going out there and putting on awesome matches and right. being spooky and throwing lightning in the building and doing something different. But no, I am done with Bray Wyatt telling me that the world's in big trouble, mister. Because yeah, right. guess what? It it's, ain't. It's not. And so with WWE, that's my attitude as well. When it <laughs> attitude. But when it comes to them, like, look. I am thrilled that you came out there and told me that things are, here we go, you know what I mean? Right. But I would much rather you show me, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I come from a very Irish family, and that was always the thing. We'd be like, I love you, and they'd be like, don't tell me, show me. And it's like, okie doke, you know what yeah, I mean? Sure. And that is where I am yeah. with, with WWE. However, that being said, what I heard on Monday was definitely, like, no hyperbole, I heard them come out and be like, look, we went into autopilot. Yeah. We we kind of yeah. we just sort of went through the motions, did you know what we had to do to get by and we were like, look, they'll like it just cuz we made it and so people like what we make and even if they don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't care, I'm rich. Ha ha ha. And look, I don't care if it did take the ratings. I don't take it, don't know if it took a PR hit to the nuts from going to Saudi Arabia when you shouldn't have. I don't know if it's the time of year and no one's watching TV, which I don't buy. Um yeah. But what they That's the NFL. But they got to a point where if nothing else, even if it is all bullshit, right? They at least got to the point where we're like, wow, this these ratings are making headline news for being historically bad. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it, we're we'll never become we'll never get ahead of it. You know yeah. what I mean? The story right. will always be about us, not including us. And so to their credit. Even though I wish we didn't get to the point that we got to. Well, uh, again, it ultimately goes back to they were going to say, shut up, loser, and stop watching. Right, Which and, and the thing is, and here's the other thing too, which is why I don't just like completely let them off the hook, um, because I am happy that this seems to be where we're going, but there will be that yeah, but of you had to, you did say that. Yeah. You, like, I understand 
that we should applaud. The, to me, this feels exactly like what happens when you go on Facebook and you see somebody that like makes a post about being like clean and sober off drugs. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. And it's just like that's awesome. Oh, congratulations! But but you did some shitty things before you got clean, right. and like look. You know, yeah, right. if if you're a new, great, awesome person now, God bless you, and I'm sure we can move past it, but it doesn't erase everything. And so where I am with the company, and just to like be as fair as possible, is yeah, you did do that. You did go, what a bunch of nerds, what a bunch of basement dwellers, what a bunch of marks. They'll never actually stop watching, and the, what you know, you're just going to go You were making on, fun of your audience. Right, and so who cares? And then the audience went, nah, I really will leave. And yeah. then Ring of Honor really did sell out your building on your weekend. Yeah. And I think they've just, like, literally, I think this is this is many raindrops that have filled the bucket. Because they have now got to the point where, like I said, All In was a success. Something that got talked about way more than anything you did this year, right? Uh, well, and and spoiler alert, go to newagentsires.com slash awards Woo. to vote. But when we were compiling the nominations, I was sitting there looking at the shows and thinking about all of the things that got me excited and all of the matches that got me excited. And I felt obligated to put on a WWE match because I got to eight right. and a main roster WWE match wasn't even close. Right. Yeah. And there was NXT stuff. So everybody that's screaming at me right now about yeah. Tommaso Ciampa, uh, ran, it's on there. Main roster. Right. It's on there. Main roster. Um, but yeah, like I think that they got to the point where, and then it's like, oh, this is where we really actually are now, where we're losing people. Yeah. Like I said, All In got really talked about, right? Yep. Ratings are really historically low. You are now at the point to, again, multiple uh, components here. Roman Reigns is probably going to miss about a year. You know what I mean? And that was your t- top <laughs> dog. Least. Like that was your like top dog. You know what I mean? Um, you, you fired John Cena, right? You've bitten. You got bit by the injury bug, which I I understand. But at the same time, you haven't done a good enough job of like, like you know, God bless. I love you, Nate, and I I like everybody out there that likes Dean Ambrose. More power to you. You like who you like. Whatever's keeping you invested, please continue to invest, um, in in wrestling or WWE or whatever. But you have not created or let Dean Ambrose be the kind of guy where it's like now you're the champion of Raw because Brock's not here, and that sucks because you're meh. You know what I mean? And so Seth Rollins, who I love, right? But at the same time, I must admit that I look at, let's look at their three biggest competitors, okay? New Japan, Ring of Honor, and NXT, okay? And I look at, like, the dude in those companies, and, like, Seth Rollins, to me, in WWE, does not feel like Kenny Omega in New Japan, does not feel like Cody in Ring of Honor until I know his contract just expired, but bear with me, it just happened. He doesn't even feel like Jay Lethal. Right, he doesn't even feel, right. Or Matt Taven. And in NXT, there's no way that he feels like <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa, and neither does Dean Ambrose. Whoever you need these people to compare to, no one does. Yeah. So it would be like, well, Rollins doesn't, but, it's like, no, there is no but. Because Ambrose doesn't, because Balor doesn't, because Strowman doesn't, because no one does. Yeah. So it's like... That they have got only themselves to blame here. And, like, look again, WWE coming out and being like, all right, now we'll try. I am going to glass half full that thing and be like, awesome. Great. They're going to try. Because when you do, it's really good. But there is something to be said about the fact that, yeah, the fact that you're coming out here and being like, now I'm going to try is a grand implication that before you had not been. Right, exactly. Which is frustrating. Right. Oh, no. Well, and that's been my biggest. That's been my biggest problem going forward with everything with Roman Reigns for the past couple of years. 
you know, and, and before all the Roman Reigns, like, pro supporters jump down my throat, the thing is, is that for better or worse, a majority of your fan base did not like the Roman Reigns experience. Yeah. And the WWE decision makers, I said it from the inception, that he was the personification of poor decision making by WWE. Sure. It, it had nothing to do with Joe Anawai. Yeah, right. Right? Sure. And that's ultimately what happened. You had that fatigue. You wore your audience down where it was like, we finally got over the Cena thing and... We started liking people, and it felt organic, and now all of a sudden you're doing John Cena again. And so, yeah, when All In becomes a success, and then all of a sudden you find out that Cody and the Bucks are in bed with the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, who's probably as rich as Vince. Oh, if not richer. If not richer, right? Vince McMahon's one of those guys that, like, Vince McMahon is worth close to a billion dollars in that way that he would have to sell every asset he owns, and that would accumulate a billion dollars. Right. Correct. It's not like that kind of thing where like Bob Kraft is a billionaire because he has one billion dollars. Right, exactly. Several billion. Exactly. See that that kind of thing. Vince McMahon is a billionaire, like I said, in the sense that if he sold all of his stock and all of his cars and all of his homes and the yeah, jet, his, his assets, right, are, then they would accumulate a billion dollars. Right. He could, his net worth. Right. He could and by the way, neither could I, but he could <laughs> right. not write you a check for a billion dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of these NFL owners could, could. do that. Right. You know what and, I mean? Well, and because for all of the NFL owners, this is their Second gig, right? Right. Yes. No. Yeah. Exactly. They're they're like like paper people. Yeah. You know what I mean. And now right. I own a football team because that'd be fun. Huh? Yeah. Like like literally that's what John Henry did. He's like, you know, it'd be great. I'd love to own Fenway Park. What a park to own. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do I have to buy the Red Sox too? I'll bother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throw the, throw them in the bag. Um, we are we are the lines are open, and we definitely do want to hear what you think about this shakeup and your hopes and your expectations. And we have a call on the line at five zero eight two zero two six six McMahon. It is Vince McMahon. Uh, talk about a guy who has uh, some pretty high expectations as of late. Uh, Jeff in Buffalo, New York, is on the line. Wants to talk about Elias. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, Elias. Hey guys, uh, I love the show. I met you guys in uh, New Orleans, so uh, great, obviously great show. Uh, Thanks so I, much, man. We appreciate I that. I think Elias is probably he's sort of like in purgatory right now with WWE, where he has so much potential, and I think they see it, but they don't know what to quite do with it just yet and you know i feel like if there was like a television title where he could work his way up battling lashley or something that he could get him over even more um they have a bona fide star on their hands and they it's like they don't even know what they're to do with this guy and and they're focusing so much more on the story that just bored the hell out of people at tlc with rollins and ambrose and then they get the this whole story over here that's just so much more interesting to me at least that you know they just well and maybe we'll see more of it in the future with the new regime coming or the new you know listen to the people but uh just your thoughts on on elias and where do you think they're going to be heading jeff thanks so much for giving us a call man we're gonna take as many as we can but let's definitely talk about that because i do have thoughts and it was awesome to meet you buddy and thank you really thank you for listening to the show so here's the thing I said this on our TLC post show, and I meant it then, and I meant it. Uh, I mean it now. Um, you know, it drive the, the it drives Bill bonkers. But I am a tremendously huge Brock Lesnar fan. Got to be one of the biggest ones standing, right? When it comes to Brock Lesnar, love right. Brock Lesnar. However, same breath. It is time for the Universal title right. to be part of Raw right. for several reasons. Again, this is all the the theme of this conversation is everything is we are a culmination. 
this shakeup is the culmination of a lot of not care and a lot of effort and a lot of sleeping in that got to the point where you had to go right. put up or shut up, right? With Brock Lesnar, I love Lesnar. I think there's tremendous value in theory on paper in a vacuum of him being the universal champion. He's the biggest star in the company. He is the biggest star in, in fighting, like star other than Conor right. McGregor, in fighting, right? And the guy's got inherent value. I don't have to tell you why Brock Lesnar's a good, a good uh, a, a asset to have, right? However, now, like Jeff said, Shouldn't Elias be the Intercontinental Champion? Shouldn't Bobby Bobby Lashley Lashley be the Intercontinental Champion? Because here's the thing. I like the idea of you having people that are a big deal want the Intercontinental title. We've talked about that. I think Finn Balor would be a tremendous Intercontinental Champion right now. Drew McIntyre would be a tremendous Intercontinental Champion right now, right? But... The the idea so the idea of Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose wanting the Intercontinental title in theory okay cool I like that however it is out of complete necessity and these yeah. are two guys that are former WWE champions they should be frying bigger fish absolutely Elias and Bobby Lashley should be frying bigger fish well he brought the caller brought it up right he said shouldn't they have like the TV title or something no. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins should have the universal title, right. and those two should have the intercontinental title. Yep. The ty- the amount of titles is not the problem. It should not increase. It should definitely shouldn't increase. If anything, it should decrease. But I get what Jeff is saying. It's right. because it don't, it's like... They're, they're well, fighting Ra- for nothing. Because what Jeff is saying is like, well, Raw only has the one belt. And it's like, it doesn't, though. You yeah. know what I mean? WWE right. has made it that way. Well, because I, I, everybody, I'm okay with Brock Lesnar working the schedule he works because it's like The Undertaker, right? And, and from circa like... 2014 to through 2016, right? Yep. Where it's like, hey, I'm going to show up, you know, a little bit, but my main thing is going to be, you know, the big shows, and that's where I'm going to be. And it's like, yeah, that's fine for Brock, but you know what? Get the belt off him yep. so that nothing's going to change if Brock Lesnar shows up and just beats up people. Right. See, that's the thing. You had an opportunity on Monday. We talked about this off the air. Yeah. When I get why, in theory, you had people that were disgruntled kick uh, Baron Corbin to death in the in the alley, right? I I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Still don't quite after under- they played football. Still don't quite understand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tommy, this set looks just like the real alley right over there. Did you see that this picture? Real Hollywood movie. Did you see that picture I tagged you in? Which one? It was a guy, and it was a it was a guy who was very handsome, but looked very similar to Tommy Wiseau, and it said, "I can't be both." Well, well, no, <laughs> so said, no, 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 no. So the caption read. Uh, this is what Tommy Wiseau thinks he looks like in his head. Okay, and then somebody like sub like commented and goes, "How dare you? Nobody knows what's in that man's head." <laughs> He's my favorite person that's alive. Is Tommy Wiseau? Um, but <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? You're my favorite customer. You're my favorite customer. Um, Oh, no, see, now I completely, because now I'm just thinking about the room. What were we talking about? <laughs> Baron Corman got kicked in the alley, and we want Brock Lesnar to come in. There you go. That would have been your moment for Brock Lesnar. Like, I understand why you did it. I still don't quite understand why Gable and Rude are mad about <laughs> yeah. getting a tag team shot, and title shot, and winning it. I don't know why they're like, yeah, you asshole. Yeah, you dickhead. But they were there, too, because uh, nothing makes sense. But uh, that would have been a great shot for you to be like, all right, Baron, if you want to be the boss of this show... Just beat the show's champion. Who is that again? Oh, yeah. Brock fuckdamn Lesnar. Here he is. And here comes this guy. And he <laughs> yeah. just, like, again, like Michael Cole getting beaten out of his shoes. <laughs> kind of yeah. three-minute beatdown. And then Lesnar's just like, look at that. I wrestled on Raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what the point, and that would have been a great use of your champion 
in the state he's it's in. But to Jeff's point, which I really do agree with, is like, yeah, we need to move past this because I love the idea of all the things like I've said this a thousand times. All the things that Brock could be doing sound great, but guess what? We just haven't been doing them. We aren't going to start now. Yeah. He's going to lose the title at WrestleMania. Or and, Royal Rumble. And I sincerely, and even me, this is coming from me, sincerely hope he doesn't win it again. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he'd have this one without Roman Reigns being in the situation he's in. But yeah, it is absolutely time and uh, to have the Universal title be part of the show again. It hasn't in years. Yeah. Bill Goldberg won that championship in early 2017, like very early 2017. Uh, no, it, he won it late 2016. No, he beat no, Brock. He won it fast lane. He beat Brock in November and then got the championship match the month before WrestleMania. He beat Kevin Owens. He beat Kevin Owens at Fastlane before WrestleMania? Yeah. Right. He beat, oh, okay. he beat Brock to come, th- like, for, to come yeah. back at Survivor Series in November. He was in the yeah. Royal Rumble. Uh, got yeah, I thought he. I thought he. Uh, Fastlane was in December. Uh, no, Fastlane was uh, either February or March. Yeah, Goldberg. Okay. He beat Lesnar in November. He got eliminated okay. by the Undertaker in the Royal Rumble in January. Won the championship from Owens in February, and then dropped it to Brock. Okay. Um. And so, like, look, it's been a. We're getting very, very close to. Let's yeah. just call it two years. Right. Because Goldberg turned into Brock, turned into the Shield for a month and a half or something, turned right back into Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And so this Universal Title unequivocally. Just needs to be part of this show. It's time. Because yeah. you're right. There's just guys over here. It's like even NXT was like, we just have too much going on for, we have to give Ricochet something to do. Yeah, we right. We have to. Well, we have to give Adam Cole something to do. Right, exactly. And <laughs> and the Velveteen Dream needs to win something in this company. Because right. there's no guarantee he wins the NXT title. Yeah. He'll absolutely hold the North American title. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it mean it's got to mean something, but all that, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, yes. Make the men, make Raw great again no <laughs> make the universal title part of raw because it's just you're starting to really feel it and like and it affects the ratings it affects fan confidence it affects the numbers right. to the point where vince mcmahon has to come out and be like i'm sorry i stopped caring yeah <laughs> uh, you know what i mean like literally i just that's ah. that is what i felt that's what the announcement was that was them, yeah. that was them being like even stephanie goes we haven't been doing a very good job <laughs> and it's like <laughs> yeah you're right yeah you're goddamn right <laughs> you've been focusing on all the stupid shit um before we take a, we'll take a quick break and come back and talk more about the shakeup and what we hope for yeah. from the SmackDown side of things as well. And the lines are open if you want to give us a call, 508-202-1624. Jeff did, you can too. But I do think it's the most devious plot ever laid out in, by, in the history of the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> oh. They made us the authority. Yeah. So now, when the show's still bad, it's, us. it's our fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's the, that's the best trick ever pulled. You are the devil. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right, because like, you're not going to listen. Yeah, that is what's the, the show is going to like. And again, I think they're actually going to do try. things that'll make you. Yeah, they'll yeah. make you. Because when they okay. do try, it's good. I agree with you. And the guy that makes. NXT was in the ring on Monday. So yeah, it's like, just right. listen to that, asshole. <laughs> like, if Triple H and Paul Heyman could just, like... Take over? Yeah, like, tie Vince up for a month. You know what I mean? And just do some stuff. And Imagine like, how good that show would be. Yeah, if Triple H and Paul Heyman were in charge. Yeah. Yeah, it would be swell. It would almost be like 2003. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember how much fun we all had in 2003, everybody? It was a great year for pro wrestling. Imagine yeah. that. Triple H was running Raw. Yes, Heyman <laughs> was running SmackDown. Yeah, big, big, fat... Victorian era <laughs> Triple H was over there on Raw running yeah. things, and Paul Heyman was on SmackDown running things, and nobody complained about nothing. So uh, true, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, so but yeah, true. that's the most like evil gotcha plan in the world. It was like you're in charge, and it's just like, oh great, can we have like 
Drew McIntyre be the Universal Champion? No. <laughs> Here's the electric bill, though. It's your problem now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know if I love this. Uh, shareholder comes with responsibility. All right, when we come back, we'll talk more about uh, the SmackDown side of things. Again, if you want to, we'll take your calls. We can talk TLC if you want to. Uh, but SmackDown Live also made some changes. Um, feels like a different show to me more so already than Raw, which is awesome. Um, there's a bunch to talk about, about WWE's big shakeup, and then we'll announce uh, we have awards. Go to the website. We'll talk about a bunch of stuff. Don't go anywhere. It's a podcast. You can hit Fast Forward if you have to. But please don't. Times two. <laughs> Hey, neighborhood, your feedback and support goes a long way in helping NAI grow and provide the ultimate wrestling fan experience. That's right, and now there's even more ways to take part in the community. Just head to Patreon.com today and search for New Age Insiders. Everyone is loving their rewards, and new exclusive content is coming all the time. And with plans starting as low as $2 a month, any support is appreciated and goes a long way towards enhancing the New Age Insiders experience. Once again, visit Patreon.com, search New Age Insiders, and take advantage of the new rewards today. You know, it's pretty crazy, but NAI Pod has now been downloaded on six continents and has thousands of weekly listeners. Yeah, step it up, Antarctica. Does that make us intercontinental champions? Kinda. But it also means NAI Pod is a great way to advertise your business, brand, or website. If you would like to advertise with the New Age Insiders, shoot us an email. NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. Tap into a constantly growing audience, advertise with the New Age Insiders, and take your business to main event heights. Send your emails to NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. That's NewAgeInsiders at gmail.com. Hey everybody, it's Rich Palladino, the voice of Chaotic Wrestling. I want to remind you to listen to the Let the Chaos Begin podcast right here on the NAI Pop Network. You will hear stories from the 18-year history of Chaotic Wrestling from the two guys that were there from day one. Myself and former Chaotic Wrestling owner, Jamie J. Mikowski. That is the Let the Chaos Begin podcast right here on the NAI Pop Network. Seriously, I don't even get to talk during this promo? Shut up, Jamie. You know the New Age Insiders Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Automatic and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod, when you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Let's get back to more of the New Age Insiders. Here's Jason Maltov, Liam Stryker, and Bill Neville. I will say that it is always incredibly hilarious to me at how hypocritical people are, where it's like, Vince sucks. Vince is out of touch. I hate Vince. I wish Vince would die. I wish Vince would go away. And then all of a sudden, this music hits. It's like, oh, my God, Vince McMahon is here. That is an uncanny impression. 
I can hear the tweets. It's just the entrance, though. It's it's always been iconic. Well, it's because it, it's, but it's, you know. It's fun. It's just like Hogan. Like, no one wants to admit it, but if Hogan showed up, you'd scream. Right. And, and when, the, when the music's over, it's back to normal. It's yeah. it's entertainment, baby. It's like, it's. I'm not telling you it's right. I'm not telling you it's wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you the way that it is. It's just like, look, you know, Stone, I can't believe we're going to talk about this. Stone Cold hit his wife. You know what I mean? You don't care. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? And Vince McMahon's a bad person, and you've never actually cared enough to do anything about it. Right. And it's just, you know, it's the way it is. It's just, you don't actually, you know, you know dance clown. You know what I mean? That's what people actually care about. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got a new subscriber on Twitch Prime. Yay! Twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV. And oh, by the way, on Twitch.tv slash New no, not on Twitch. Uh, this will be a different platform. Right after the show. <laughs> we'll be live on Patreon.com slash New Age Insiders. We've got a bunch of new Patreons, uh, including John. We had somebody uh, message me just the other day and talk yeah. about it. Steve is back in the game. Uh, we've had a bunch of people that come in to join and have a good time. Yeah, H1RRO. Yep. Uh, find us on Twitter. Message us. Because uh, if you're going to be a subscriber for the month, we'll figure out a way to get you rewards that's good as a Patreon for me anyway. Yeah, sure. We can definitely make that happen for people as well. If you want the Patreon rewards, go to twitch.tv slash TV and subscribe today. Again, you can get commercial-free content on our Twitch channel. Uh, and if you have Amazon Prime, if you signed up for Amazon Prime for your TV, for shipping, free shipping and all that stuff, you have one wow. free subscription. <laughs> it's Jay Goose. He's already, he's on Patreon already. Well, you get twice as many. You, will, you can listen to the show twice. You have our full permission. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be live on Patreon. That's the new gimmick we got going on over here is when this show ends, the fun is just getting started, and we will take the exclusive show live immediately following this. So it's just like this show. It's an extension of the show. If you're listening on audio, it's in a whole other segment. If you're watching on twitch.tv slash TV or on Periscope or however you're taking this show in, if you're watching us live on Twitter, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's just an extension of that experience as well with uh, video and fun stuff. And it's even more interactive because yeah. we basically uh, you know, pick a topic and sit around and talk about it as a big group. And it's a uh, way – it's very fun. Highly also, recommend. Brando – Give me, uh, give us a call. I didn't just steal your thunder because your take is different from mine. Okay, patreoncom slash insiders. and if you want to give us a call, you can at 508-202-1624. Um, so here's the thing about Raw, right? As we get it and shift over to SmackDown, but here's the thing about Raw is what I, to their credit, what I think they tried to do is go like, and again, it's very much like your girlfriend screams at you <laughs> and goes, you don't bring me flowers, you don't take me to dinner anymore, when yeah, was the last right. time we went to the movies? And she had to scream at you, but to your, in your defense, the next night you came home with flowers and took her to dinner and went to the movies, right? Now look, is she psyched that she had to scream this at you for a year before you finally yeah. did it? No, but it's nice that you did. And what I saw on Raw was a few Mia Copa kind of things, and you mentioned a couple of them. Yep. You want Tyler Breeze? You keep telling us you want these guys that we keep holding down and not using, and everybody keeps tweeting me that Tyler Breeze right. is the best. Tyler Breeze is on Raw. We're going to make him look competitive. He against, looked real good. Against the Intercontinental Champion. A lot of people thought he might win, right? Cool. You keep telling me the Revival are the greatest thing in the whole wide the world, and, and I don't know how to use them, and I'm old and dumb, and it's, if the Revival were the tag team champions, the ratings would be through the roof. Fine. Revival one. They're the number one contenders for these tag team titles. And in fact, they got a much easier road in beating Rude and Gable than they ever did against beating the AOP. Right? Yeah. Cool. Um, there's Baron Corbin is dead, at least for now. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure he'll wrestle again. Or well, he's going to wrestle Seth Rollins. And right. They'll do something with him. But he's no longer the worst general manager they've had to date. Um, and they had Bret Hart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they and so he's he's gone. And that's so, uh, sort of how I see Raw being like, we're not going to just tell you, we are going to show you. Hashtag Bray Wyatt. 
And with SmackDown, there was a couple things that I think, and SmackDown's already felt different than Raw for a while now, and I get that. But just opening the show with what I believe was supposed to feel like a behind the scenes, you know, wrestling's a show show. Well, that's how I felt. The they lined them all up and told him about Paige. Yeah, it was like the, like the fact that right. they, they had like almost like a rogue cam feel right. to it. Uh, it. They did a better job of presenting it that way. But that's how I felt that the four of them coming out on Raw felt where it was like look here's the deal we're not going to say show and we're not going to say like the show elements and things like that but yeah they smackdown did a much better job at it but you're right it felt far more like a hey look we just let you in on this thing that happened i think what they wanted you to feel like was that they started the broadcast at 759 for you you know yeah what I mean? right like you yeah. saw what they were really the like yep. the pre-show meeting and then they were like you know all right now lights camera action kind of thing um yeah because it felt because it felt like look it was like hey guys we just want to let you know that like Paige isn't going to be the GM anymore, but we're still going to use her. We're going to keep her around. What do you think about that? Just really quick, because I, I know we got a call, but just really quick. what? Because I got to be really honest with you. Unless she replaces Otunga on commentary, I'm not exactly sure what to do with her. I don't either. Uh, a person that can't physically perform, unless she's going to go back and be the you know the manager for Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Yeah, which doesn't feel which right, the right answer. Doesn't feel like the right answer, but that's kind of the only thing I can think of. Yeah. You know, because that's so fleeting and temporary. Right, and they're not even a group anymore. Right, you know what I yeah, mean. No, we, gotta, we have to stick them back together just for that. Right, and so I don't know. Um, I I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do with Paige. Uh, because the unfortunate thing is, is she can't wrestle. Yeah. I, Eric's listening live and he says, New Day eating steak in front of Daniel Bryan is why they rock. That is exactly why. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. They're just in <laughs> Big E just making direct eye contact with him, the, eating a steak with his hands. Just yeah. like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. 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 I am not a vegan. Yeah. That, you um, can't make me. <laughs> yeah. This is the body of a carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Big E Langston. Moose. Um, we know that Eric's listening live. He had a couple questions. So I don't, uh, here's another good one, too. Speaking of what are they going to do with people, um, they had vignettes that both Owens and Zayn are going to return. Eric wants to know what we think we're gonna, they're going to do with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Does that give you reason for hope that they're on their way back? I'm surprised they're announcing this because yeah. I heard well, that it would be a miracle for Owens to work WrestleMania, and it's December. Yeah. I think the they didn't put any dates I think that if they say coming soon and he's come back in six months, isn't that yeah. sort of a dick thing to do? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But the idea was far more like, look, here's the deal. You want fresh, you want new. This is fresh and new. And look, these guys are back on the horizon, you know. So I think that that's more what that was because yeah. it was like that six pack of things. It's like they're just telling us that these guys were alive. It's like remember, Kevin Owens does exist, and you're like, yeah. all right, I do like him. Yeah, I am uh, glad he's. Old. And then yeah. Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Zayn, and then Sammy Zayn coming in tweet and be like look i had time to reflect and i'm sorry i'm not gonna be a dick anymore yeah <laughs> so it's like i'm coming back baby face yeah, just okay. don't ask any questions <laughs> just here we go yeah look i was wrong i'm sorry yeah right that's exactly what this is it's just like look i'm gonna be a baby face when i come back you don't care right let's just roll with it yeah, yeah it was kind of stupid right okay cool we're moving on great yeah, right yeah great i don't i don't have any further questions your honor <laughs> um and again uh we have a call on the line. Let's go ahead and yeah. take that call that's on the line. Uh, who we got? Uh, Brandon gave us a call uh, from Chicago. Wants to backpack on uh, Liam's point from earlier about Vince's entrance. Go ahead, Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I miss you. I miss you guys. And when Liam calls you out, uh, you got a call. So, uh, oh, but yeah, Liam, works? you you kind of <laughs> you kind of stole my thunder a little bit. I was thinking the same thing. 
Um, but even more so, uh, to kind of take it further, uh, when Raw is bad, what's the first thing everyone says is, well, this because Vince is in charge. Then Vince comes out on Monday and says, everything's going to be okay because now I'm in charge. And everyone's like, hey, Raw's going to be safe. <laughs> He's right. It, it, it makes me... It, it makes me not so optimistic that anything's going to change long-term. Now, Raw might be really great next week, but that doesn't mean that it's going to continue to be good throughout the weeks. You know, Raw hasn't been bad 52 straight weeks. There have been good weeks. Usually the strange thing is uh, Raw will be good the following after a pay-per-view. And then I'm like, okay, uh, you know, let's, let's build on this. And then it's bad for three more weeks. Yep. And that's what I'm, that's what I think is going to happen. I think Raw might be awesome this next coming week. And then it's like, okay, then you need to build on that. Yep. No, Brandon. And no, I'm just not sure that's going to happen. Brandon, no argument because I definitely think part of this to Brandon's point too, about like you talk about how Vince McMahon gets a, eats all the shit in the sandwich when Raw's bad or whatever, like part of this, and again, I'm, I'm really not being pessimistic here in general. I, I am optimistic about the fact that this is happening, but I'm going to walk both sides of the, of the line here because, you know, we got to, we got to talk about the whole thing is that there is absolutely an element that Vince McMahon stood in that ring with three other people to go, all right, we're all doing this now. So now if it's you, on me. if you like something, we all did it fine. I'll take that. But if you don't like something, well, God, Mr. Perfect down there that can't do anything wrong right. and all this NXT stuff. And I'm Vince McMahon. One day I promise I'll watch a takeover. I heard they're great. You know what I, mean? yeah, right. I, th- I feel like takeover is like house yeah, of cards. Actually, and that's, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a point that you made that, uh, you know, if it's bad, hey, we did what you asked. And it's still bad. Yeah. I, I didn't think of that point, but that's, that's kind of funny. And I, I, that, that kind of kind of might be ringing true. Yeah, Brandon, you're in charge now. You're the authority. So yeah. if Raw's ratings plummet again, it's Brandon's fault. Yeah, it's your fault. It's brilliant. Um, it's genius. The real question is, is when do I get I'm to stop writing? Well, you're in charge. Yeah. So, I mean, we all are. We Where should... Do- it's like the Packers. It's like we all should be able to like draw up one play. It, yeah, but we all know what will happen. Do you ever watch Twitch? Because we are on twitch.tv slash newageinsiderstv. Uh, we also just got a brand new uh, Twitch Prime subscriber. Woo! Das Phantom Geist. Yes. So, Use your Amazon Prime to subscribe for free. Jeff Bezos doesn't need your money. We do. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, so go ahead and subscribe. Use your Twitch Prime. Yeah. But uh, did you ever watch Twitch play Pokemon? Uh, no. There, so the entirety of Twitch was playing Pokemon, and it was a the original red and blue, right? Red or blue. Nope. And so... Got everybody on the platform to do it? In the comments was what everybody would say to do. So it would go in order. Okay. So if it would be like up, left, right, left, right, oh, left. chaos. Yeah, it was absolute <laughs> chaos. Well, because there was a group of... There was a faction of people that developed that were just like, we will always go down. Down is what we will do. And that was like a faction of people that oh, existed. They sound really cool. They do sound really cool. That you'd go on a Pokemon <laughs> Twitch stream and be the down gang. Yeah. You guys sound awesome. But anyway, <laughs> that's kind of what I feel like is going to happen when they said that. That's what I was reminded of. Okay. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, there's going to be a group of people that's just going to torpedo this show just right. because. Yeah, so for, I really do feel like... NXT TakeOver is like Vince McMahon's House of Cards. It's like, I've heard it's great. Yeah. I'm sure I'll binge it sometime. I gotta watch. I gotta check it out. I got a bunch of other I things. I got so many other shows, but I have. I heard good things. And that's what it is. So, I mean, with him, with Vince, there's Brandon's right. There's absolutely an element of like, yeah, what Vince McMahon did was on Monday go like, okay, 
Maybe this hasn't been max effort here. <laughs> but now there's a whole new list of people to blame with me. We good? Yeah, you know yeah, what right. I mean? And so there's right. absolutely a protect your ass element here. Because for the life of me, as a new authority member, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know where, I don't right. know where to report Where's to the, the meetings. Meeting? I, don't, yeah. I don't know where yeah. I'm is going. There, is there a production meeting? Do I, 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 I don't know. Parking pass? I got nothing over here. Are we going to do it at four um, in the afternoon? Brandon, thank you so much for being a Patreon and an awesome dude. And uh, we miss you a million times over. Are you going to WrestleMania? Uh, not this year. No, oh, God damn it. Well, but we'll, it's already in the talks. Me and my wife are already talking about, uh, the following year. So we're looking uh, forward to hopefully is that where doing it is? that. They haven't made an announcement. Uh, okay. we found out a fun piece of information, Brandon, and we'll, then we'll let you go. Uh, they made an obligation, a contractual obligation yeah. to, to the Superdome to be there once every five years for like the next like 20 years or something. Yeah. So like they're going to do like four more of these things over the next 20 years or so. So they're going to go to New Orleans. If it's not next year, it's two more years or something like that. But it's every five years, they're going to be in New Orleans at least once. I heard Orlando again. Oh, sign me up. Yes, please. I need to be there with you guys. Just, I need to do that. Just not fuck damn Minnesota. No, <laughs> I'm not going to take vacation days to go to Minnesota in March. No. You can't make no. me. No. Um, Brandon, we love you. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash New Age Insiders. You get to talk to Brandon, too. But there is absolutely an element of that, of yes, like self-preservation yes. here. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, look, look. See that guy? You like Shane, right? You like fucking Shane? Well, Shane and Triple H are also making decisions here. Well, somebody at them for once. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like right. when, when, when my when, intern hates reading the Twitter. Yeah, my social tweets. my social media guy killed himself. You know what I mean? Because he just feels like he's working for the worst, most incompetent, evil man in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we and all my, know who that really and that's, is. And that's my buddy. Five zero eight two zero two sixteen twenty four. If you want to talk about this thing with us, um, what I do want to talk about, um, in addition to because, like I said, just bringing it back to SmackDown, I do not know what we're going to do with Paige now. No, part I don't of me, either. part of me, kind of thinks she's going to replace Otunga on commentary. So we got a uh, a female commentator on both shows. Something for her to do. She's not terrible at it. Um, but unless she's going to go become a trainer yeah. and have that be a non-glamorous, you still work for the company job kind of thing, um, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what... I, I don't. I wouldn't know. And that's not a thing on Paige. No, I just don't know what to do with you. Because uh, like you said, what do we do with Baron Corbin now? He's probably going to wrestle again. Yeah. All right, what if I told you Paige can't? Uh, right. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, seeing I have the power, apparently, if I call you out, um, if Colin doesn't call, uh, call in... If Colin doesn't call in wow. um, during the show at any point, then he is complacent in how great Elias is. He's going to drift with Elias. Um, I think uh, that's that's a fair statement. So let's talk about this. Um, heavy Machinery, Liberty Bell. Yep. Ethan Carter the third. Yep. Did you see what Dixie Carter tweeted out? Yeah, that was so funny. No. <laughs> Dixie Carter tweeted out. It blurred out everybody except for yep. EC3. She yep. was like, great job, nephew. You're making your aunt proud. Yeah. But <laughs> it's so funny because they'll never tell you what that stands for. No. They'd rather you think it stands for Edge and Christian Cubed. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Than right. Ethan Carter the third. Yeah, I You know. know what I mean? They're never going to tell you what that stands for. Um, let's see. It's Heavy Machinery, Ethan Carter, EC3, um, the Liberty Bell. Cross. Uh, Nick, Nikki Cross. Uh, Lars Sullivan. That's right, yeah. Lars Sullivan, who I do not like, but that's well, here nor there. <laughs> yeah, Lars Sullivan is just terrible. We know stuff about that guy we can't talk about publicly, uh, but one day it, I'm sure it will come out publicly and we can corroborate the stories. Uh, I feel <laughs> like there's one more. Is that it? That might be it. Uh, who are you excited about coming up in uh, uh, Liberty Bell? Probably the most. I, miss, I feel like, am I missing anything? Yeah, I think so. Because it's. Oh, well, I think you're thinking Lars? Heavy Machinery is two people. 
Yeah, and there was six people on the graphic, right? right? So Heavy Machinery, Nikki Cross, Liberty Bell, who well, those two people, e- Ethan Carter and uh, Lars Sullivan. We got them all. Yeah. Okay. Who are you excited about? Where would I? Where would you send people who's got the highest ceiling? Uh, just uh, these are the um, new. These are the new parts of this show that they talked about. The person that has the highest ceiling is probably Ethan Carter the third. Think so? Uh, he's like yeah, thirty-eight. He's like a, he's like sneaky old. Uh, yeah, but even still, he can slot right in. Thirty-five, I think. He can slot right in and be a uh, at least a mid-card champion for you right away. Sure. Uh, you know, if Bobby Lashley can hold that fort down, Ethan Carter can stand toe to toe with him. I seen it. I think Ethan Carter is Bobby Roode prime. Yeah. You know how I think Daniel Bryan's now finally hit Daniel Bryan prime status. Yeah. I think Ethan Carter the third is what Bobby Roode. Was kind of on pace to be sort of, which was this unbelievable. Um, what's the word? Uh, mis- uh, n- <laughs> yeah, mis- narcissist. Yeah, like because Bobby Roode, narcissist, nar- narcissist. Um, like yeah, you just gotta get a bunch of mirrors and sparklers, and he'll be Luger. Uh, but this narcissist, Erica, because people that follow Bobby Roode since TNA know he used to be called the It Factor, yeah. and there was much more of like even like. If you think his entrance was big now, it, it clearly is because somebody screams the word <laughs> glorious. But I mean, he would do that. He had this really cool entrance where it almost felt like this like slow, like dramatic music with spotlights and stuff. Yeah. And he had the robes were just as dazzly. And he had more colors. And his whole thing was what we got in the early days of him in NXT, which is I wear the best suits. I look yep. like a champion. I'm Ric Flair. I'm Ric Flair, right? And now he's not in all that yeah. stuff because he's 40 and he's in a tag team and he's a good guy, which is all stupid. Ethan Carter the third has the potential to come out and be like, I have 1% body fat. <laughs> I, I wear great clothes. I'm incredibly cocky. The 1%, 1%. Right, exactly. If he wants to be like that that dude, he looks the part and he yeah. can play the part. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be the WWE champion. But yeah, if you told me that he like went in there to like become the United States champion or something and have you try to care about that belt, cool, let's do that. Yeah. I do not have super crazy high hopes for Lars Sullivan. Oh, uh, Lars Sullivan. Sullivan will be out of this company in two years. I just don't think it's like, it just... It, you're not... You're not Braun Strowman. You're not Braun Strowman and... I got you. I already got you. I got an ogre. Right, right. That's exactly it. And you're not as versatile... Yeah, basically, there's two ends of the spectrum here, right? And both are his replacement. You're not as big and ooga booga and scary as Braun Strowman, and you're not as big and athletic as Dominic Dijakovic. Or Rusev. Or Rusev. But I, but I think... Because you're the same body type as Rusev. Right. Awesome. Right. And so both of those guys, or three, all three of those guys, are better than Lars Sullivan. Like... Yeah, Lars, right. you're not his best. He if, if you just like slot people into roles, and I'm not talking he's going to have a multi-time championship Hall of Fame career, but what I guess you'd slot him in is like Mark Henry. Yeah, a big, tough, out, bruisey. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, big. I'm scary. Right, and you got to and you got to got to put him on SmackDown because he can't be on the same show as is uh, right as Braun Strowman. He can't. It sucks already that he's going to be on the same show as Samoa Joe. Yeah, and take time and attention away from Joe, but he can't be in the same show with Braun Strowman or he'll just yeah. like his well, whole thing like, is like, I'm so my size is terrifying. It's like, well, yeah. what happens when it's not? Yeah. What happens when it's not? What happens when you're not actually good at this? Right. Or the biggest guy here. Right. That's the biggest thing is you, what if you're not the biggest guy here? So you got, we got to constantly put you in an environment where you are the biggest guy there. So I think he'll go on SmackDown and he'll be whatever. He'll be as good as they want him to be in theory, but I don't it, think he's yeah. terrific. I also uh, don't think that anybody likes him. Like the crowd wise. Right. I love Liberty Bell. Yep. I adore Liberty Bell. 
Um, I, she's sneaky good. She is. She's great at her character, which is like this debutante, like yeah. like military wife wants. It's she's damn near close to a MAGA woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just she does a great job of getting heat. The only thing I don't love about her isn't even really her fault per se, but her finishing move is just a like big show style punch. And it's like I don't like closed fist punch finishers because I just think that's you know we we wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and then I just knocked you in the jaw. <laughs> and that's the end of with that. a move that's like technically illegal. Yeah, and there's there's punches thrown in wrestling matches all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, but this one I meant it. Yeah, no Triple H. One of Triple H's like signature Triple H things is he like like kind of hops at you and punches you in the face. Yeah, it's it's there's punches all the time. Undertaker's yeah. known for throwing soup bones. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's right. Like, it's like a part of the thing. So I just don't like closed punch finishers especially yeah. from a 135 pound woman like she is yeah right uh, but whatever she's still great and she'll do well because it's like there are face strikes but there's no pomp and circumstance to it like uh the moonshot from uh cj parker yeah his moonshot was a palm strike to the forehead and there was like a little bit more pomp and circumstance to it yeah. and uh yeah it's much better than john cena's lightning punch uh, <laughs> his, his Super Saiyan punch. What do you think of heavy machinery? Because I believe that heavy machinery are, I'll call them a victim even though I do not care because I love the other guys so much. I think <laughs> they're a victim of War Machine being a big deal in NXT. Yeah. Because you are, you, you're like round, powerful it's, guy. It's like, no, Ray, Raymond Rowe and Todd Warbeard Hansen, <laughs> yeah. that you are in, you got that. Yeah, you got that. Here's the thing. There's a couple of yeah. Those heavy machinery got bumped up to the main roster, one to bolster the divisions because WWE has seriously just ignored the tag team divisions. Right, you need teams because Bobby Roode and Chad Gable can't be your tag team champions. You're really lucky that Sheamus and Cesaro has worked out as well as it has. Yeah, because they feel like a team. They got the three best tag teams in the company. Yeah, right. And but you look at heavy machinery, you jack them up. But heavy machinery, it does feel like the same thing that happened to, uh, to Natty's wife, Natty's husband, um, Tyson, Kidd. Tyson Kid, and uh, Tyler Breeze, right? Where it was like, hey, you both are on pace to be big deals in NXT and potentially NXT champions. But then Kevin Steen, uh, Fergal Devitt, and Kenta showed up, and it's like, oh well. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) Sorry. And so the same thing happened with Heavy Machinery, where it's like, yeah, you're on pace to be this like good NXT tag team in the next like homegrown tag team. And then it was like, "Eh, I don't know. Red Dragon showed up, and then War Machine's here, and it's like, well, I can't, I can't have you be big, scary, heavy hitting people when I have two Vikings that are just running house on everybody uh two things really quick uh fernando loves the name liberty bell for lacey evans and he's listening live from puerto rico so hello from puerto rico uh, and the second thing is uh you're 100 percent right and this to me feels 110 percent like a triple h thing yeah in the sense that like it's like okay we need to bring up a couple guys a couple women we should bring up a tag team and yeah. Triple H goes, well, you can't have the War Raiders. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and <laughs> I do still need the you know uh, O'Reilly and, and Fish and yep. and again, I need I well I need they're still the tag champs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. need undisputed era right. together. Right. Need them down there. I need my tag champs. You can't have the War Raiders. Sorry, <laughs> you can't have them. <laughs> yeah. And then forgive my ignorance, but I can't really think of a ton of NXT tag teams right now. 
And so yeah. they were the reason you come up because it's just like, yeah, I get to make sure you know that little fat guy isn't my big deal. It's Todd. You yeah. know what I mean? And that, yeah, and you can't have anybody else. So, yeah, if you need right. a tag team, you can have heavy machinery because I don't care about their success as much as I do about the War Raiders. Uh, we're, we're doing Signed Triple H. We're doing great in the Twitch department Whoa, today. Yay. We got another one. Headstrong Live subscribed with Twitch Prime. Twitch.tv. It costs you nothing. Twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV. If you already have Amazon Prime, you get to subscribe to somebody on Twitch for free. Even if you're like, guys, I don't watch Twitch. Great. Just subscribe anyway. It costs you nothing, and you never even have to watch it. You can just subscribe anyway. It's all the same. We'd rather you watch. Yeah. However, you know. Yeah, because we're trying to get to, um, we're, we're an affiliate right now. We'd love to get to partner, but we got to get the, the stream numbers up. There we go. Twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV. Yeah. In 2019, that is going to be where you find the most entertaining wrestling. That is going to be <laughs> sports entertainment like you haven't seen on Twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV. And again, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe with Twitch Prime for free. Please do so. Um, yeah, but this that felt like a Triple H decision to me of them getting called up. Yeah. And I, I am most optimistic out of the group for Nikki Cross. Um, I just think that she's different. She, to me, is what I've always kind of wanted Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt to be, which is like, nah, I'm not like quirky crazy. I'm like... Kooky crazy. I might bite your nose off in the match crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that was like Tommaso Ciampa tweeted like, hey, your type of crazy's welcome here. But those other five personalities, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> like- yeah. Right. And so like, I think she'll do the best because the, the re- in a world where like Ethan Carter III will not be the first muscular narcissist, right? Yeah. And heavy machinery will not be the first... Big bruise and tag team, right? Yeah, right. Meanwhile, Nikki Cross in this environment will be the first girl since I in this company. Gail Kim. Right. Well, so, no, not even Gail Kim. Remember Victoria? Yeah. And like kind of AJ Lee. But again, AJ Lee was like that crazy in the way it's like, I kissed two boys and <laughs> don't know what I want. And I skip. And it's like, all right. Meanwhile, Nikki Cross like was like, oh, I might rip my hair out on pay-per-view. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And like that, they don't have that. Hi, I'm female mankind. Right. They, yeah, they don't, right. There you go. They don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, they have several people that fit molds. But, like, to Nia Jax's credit, they do not have another 300-pound woman that doesn't mind acknowledging her weight and looking three times. She looks like the roster in a trench coat. You know what I mean? And so they don't have that. So why does Nia Jax stand out? Because they don't have that. Uh, We saw that somebody tried to call and then dropped the line. We can take a call if you want at 508-202-1 in AI. Yeah, I'm still waiting on Brando. There you go. I mean, uh, not Brando. uh, (laughs) Colin. I'm sure sure he's going to listen Thursday morning and be so mad. Yeah, because the thing is, is that if Colin doesn't call in by the end of the show... He's a drifter. he, uh, He admits how big of a fan he is... Without ever actually having to say Your it. silence speaks volumes. Silence speaks volumes, man. Colin. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that Nikki Cross is, uh, is going to do well. What I like about SmackDown already, beyond the segment that was just like, look, uh, Paige is not getting fired, but we're getting rid of the job. We're not getting rid of the girl. We're getting rid of the job. Was different than Raw in just like that little way. Instead yeah. of Vince McMahon coming out and holding your hand for 20 minutes, they did a one-minute thing that told you everything you needed to know. And I know that it was an extension of Raw, and I do understand that. Yeah, it's, yeah. But I like that on SmackDown, it's basically like, here are four matches. They both take about a half an hour. There's a little bit of talking, and then we're done. I love right. that. I love how I think, I think, one of their acknowledgments of things need to get better is you're exhausted with the narration variety sketch show that Raw has become. And so with SmackDown, 
we have this roster. You're just going to yep. see them wrestle. And I think people genuinely need that, by the way. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't care about Shane trying to get along with Paige. or no. like, like I, I don't care. It's too much. <laughs> no. And so just in a nutshell to wrap up the kind of the whole thing is like, look, I don't Rome will not be built in a day here either. And maybe as we hit to the road to WrestleMania, no one's excited about WrestleMania 35 because it's just going to be another like blah thing and there's injuries and whatever. Maybe. But what I'm going to choose to do is say the first step to getting help is admitting you have a problem. Drugs, alcohol, (laughs) gambling, whatever the case may be, you can't get help until you acknowledge that you have a problem and need it and need it. And what they did on Monday was come out and go, okay, this show is bad now. We agree. Yeah. Or we acknowledge it, right? We, you are the paying customer, and what you have done is defied our expectations yep. and actually stopped watching and actually lost interest in what we're doing. It got to that point. And we are, go- instead of coming out here and doing what they would have done a few years ago, yeah. which is call you losers, yep. right? Remember that famous promo? And looking back, it's a pretty dope promo. But remember <laughs> during the Yes movement? Yeah. And Triple H came out and he goes, You know what? I'm mad. I don't like it. I don't like that you don't use my guys. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tweet my displeasure. Right. And then, and then, if I get really mad, me and my friend Mark, we're just going to stop watching. Right? And so he called us Marks. Yeah. Right? And he threatened us. He threatened, he goes, yeah, fine. What like he, Triple H was that abusive boyfriend whose girlfriend would never actually leave. Yeah, right. So he's like, yeah, you're not happy. Get the hell out of here, right? Right. And then this chick packed her bags and left. Yeah, and right. You know what I mean? And so that's what they would have done a couple years ago was they would have come out and they would have had Vince McMahon call you a loser. Yeah. Right. And tell you that you're wrong and, and you he's don't right. know what you're talking about. Exactly. And so again, the the back of your mind for optimism and to you know get some dopamine flowing for you here is that at WrestleMania 30. We can't even think of what the women's championship match was. If there was one. At WrestleMania 35, they might go on last. Yeah. Okay? Progress. Look, I'm not asking you to wait five years for Raw to be good again, but what I'm telling you is along the way, if you if they live up to their end of the bargain and you look at this thing optimistically, maybe for the first time in years, yeah. and we can meet in the goddamn middle, I think this show is going to get better. I sincerely do. do. I really actually do. Because Monday again told me a lot. And I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think they would go to the trouble of saying, okay, this show sort of sucks now. We get it. If they weren't prepared to make changes, because it would be weird if you acknowledged where it's like, you know what I mean? You don't hear a lot of people be like, you're right. I am a damn dirty drunk. Well, Back to the booze. You know what I mean? Usually it's a declaration of help and at least early onset change. Yeah. And so I'm optimistic. I want to enjoy WrestleMania 35. Terribly. I want people to be excited about WrestleMania 35. Terribly. It's a five or zero, which is a number that definitely has a name. And that's a five or zero thing. <laughs> it's like uh, a multiple of five. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and... um. I want, I want people to like it. Selfishly, it's much better 
for the New Age Insiders. If people are watching us on twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV. And subscribing via Twitch, Twch Prime. Prime. It's much better for us if we can get the, you know, the show numbers even higher to the point where we can go to sponsors and say, look, wrestling is booming and people are loving it and you know, we're doing it and all that kind of stuff, right? It's just better. And yeah, I'm also a wrestling fan. And I just I want it to be better. I want to watch every Monday yeah. and not hate it. And look, I, I'm just, I think it's a mindset thing. And my advice to people that are out there listening, we appreciate you. But my advice is like, look, on Monday, nobody makes you sit down and watch this thing. This is not death or taxes. And so sit down Monday and go, <laughs> it's like, I feel like Stuart Smalley, right? I like wrestling. I want to like Raw. Let's see what this is. Yeah. That's it. Because if you, it's one of the reasons I avoid a lot of movie reviews. Because if I read a bunch of people tell me it's bad, I go into the movie being like, let's see if they're right. And not just form my own opinion. Right. And so I don't want to go into Raw on Monday and go, well, it's probably going to suck and they probably aren't going to make any real changes at all. But let's see. So I can complain on Twitter and try to be funny. Or you can sit down and go, again, I like wrestling. I want to like this Raw. Let's see what they got. Because if, if you go in open-minded, it's, hey, guys, it still might suck. It still might. But, hey, it might not. And if it doesn't, isn't that kick-ass? Yeah. And don't you want to, like, it, there, again, Joey posted the, the tweet, like, a month ago, and I wish I had stolen the, the, the meme. And it was just that picture of Kirby going, disliking popular things doesn't make you an interesting person. It's so true. And so if Raw's good, and you go on and be like, oh, roll my eyes, nothing changed. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. If it's still bad... Then go for it, man, because I'm right there with you, and I'm at the end of my rope with them, too. But they earned a little slack on Monday, and I'm just going to see what it looks like. You know what I mean? Because I want to enjoy this. Absolutely. Um, and Colin has a few minutes to call in. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's or, or yeah, I mean, he's got enough time to tweet on Twitter. He's too busy drifting. He's too he's busy, too busy he's too actually busy. listening to the Drifters album on Spotify. He's too busy drifting. Um so we have awards. It is uh, getting yeah. close to the end of the year. Next week is Christmas, uh, and then it's almost the end of 2018. Yeah, we'll be doing this show on Kwanzaa. Ooh, uh, Mazel Tov? That doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> Kwanzaa Tov. Huxtable. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't do that anymore. Oh, is that the greeting? Oh, no. Doctor, no, 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 Dr. No. Huxtable didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, we can't use the subway either. Uh, Dr. Huxtable. Yeah, we can't use the subway? Because yeah. of Jared? Because of Jared. Oh, my God. We can't use, like, the public transportation yeah. yes, now? Yes, that's how bad it was. <laughs> that's outrageous, sir. Um, <laughs> anyway, we have awards. Newageinsiders.com slash awards. Bill did a great job embedding those right into the website, so it's very easy. It's not going to send you all over to a bunch of different places. You can do it all right through the website. Newageinsiders.com. Um, your standard procedure like match of the year, superstars of the year, uh, event of the year, and some fun custom categories in there as well. And, of course, it's all about you guys, and your votes will matter the most, and we'll uh, calculate and tabulate the totals at the end of the year for probably our, sure, our last show of the year or maybe the first show in January or something like that. But we'll make it work within the next couple of weeks. Uh, but, again, newageinsiders.com slash awards is where you can find that. Uh, we, oh, something, don't go anywhere because people are laughing, so something's happening. Um, and again, patreon.com slash newageinsiders, twitch.tv slash newageinsiderstv. Uh, we got somebody on the line, and so we're going to take the last call of the show, and I, I have a feeling, but who do we got? Uh, Colin made his call. Oh, he's oh did he? Oh, we had you so close to drifting, it's crazy, I hate you. Uh, hello? 
Colin. Uh, What's up? Uh, I can't, I can't Colin, hear you. Colin, you're bad at having an opinion and using a phone. How do you have a girlfriend? What are you talking about? <laughs> you guys can't hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. We can yeah. hear you. You're even bad at using a phone. You have, you've, never seen an, you've never seen a Marvel movie, and you, and you don't yeah. know how to use a telephone. Oh, God. Oh, I am alive. Sorry. I shivers. Sorry I wasn't paying attention during your guys' show. Jason, I'm playing my Nintendo Switch. I think you should get one. <laughs> They're pretty cool. I don't have one. They are pretty cool. I have I've, one. I've asked the, the Patreons and everything to be like, yeah, if we all like trip in and we, I'll stream every day. And everybody's like, ha that's funny. I have one and you don't. <laughs> I have one and you don't. Your favorite musician is dead. What a world. Yeah. <laughs> Colin's hey, favorite musician hey, is not dead. So, he looks it. So, looks like he died in the 20s. Yeah, he might look dead. So I just, wanted, I just wanted to throw out that I had nothing to do with your Cobain jokes that you were getting today. I had nothing to do with that. You had everything to do with that. You had everything to do with that. No. All day long. Yeah. I don't know what happened what? on Twitter, but all day long, people that I didn't even know like were like Patreons or knew the joke <laughs> were just tweeting me Kurt Cobain jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, right out of the clear blue sky. Luke, who I met at Chaotic Wrestling, he's a cool kid, right? He tweets me out of the clear blue sky. He goes, hey, Jason, uh, how does Kurt Cobain collect his thoughts? A dust buster. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I don't like any of you. What the hell is going on? I'm so nice to everyone. Like, what? how is this where we are? And, we're, and it's a, uh, entirely your fault, Colin, because you and it's Danny amazing. started this whole thing. Uh, so, uh, Colin, thank you for... I- for calling in. Colin, are you excited for a brand new Raw so the Drifter can finally win the universal title he so rightfully deserves? Is that why you gave us a call? I mean, the only good thing I saw from Raw is, well, going into Raw that Seth was no no longer the Intercontinental Champion and now he can go on, win the Royal Rumble, beat Brock, and then all then I can be finally happy again. But, <laughs> um, I mean... You got a lot riding so, on this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people I know. Have, I, have have a, a I have my set. set. A lot riding but, on a yeah. scripted TV. But show. anyway, but I figured I figured I would call in because I was getting called called out. Apparently, some about Elias. So uh, I heard a little bit of, uh, of the show that I heard. Some guy was talking about how Elias was a star, and I was already debating to call in right after that. Like he is not. But that's just my my opinion but i'll leave it at that does All it right. bother you that elias is everything seth rollins wishes he would be like like right yeah, okay let's not get let's not get get ahead of ourselves <laughs> so so i got a uh, i got a real question before we let you go and then we wrap up and then we'll what? talk to, we'll talk to you again you're a member of the uh the patreon community uh seeing we have you there why don't you tell the people why it's so great so that it's not just me shilling my shit yeah say something nice about the patreon or i'll kill you <laughs> So I've been a Patreon for, well, since you guys started it, so I don't know the exact time timeline when you guys started, but since day one, uh, I, si- I signed up, and I absolutely love it. Um, compared to some other Patreons that I'm a part of, this one is a lot better. No, I mean, they're, it's a, definitely a lot better. I get my money's worth, and I love the, the bonus shows, like Be Heard is probably one of my, my favorite things that you know, I like all those crazy questions that, like, Danny asked and <laughs> the last one that Max asked. But and just getting to know you guys more on, like, a personal level through Patreon, through the chat, and everything just made this worth uh, subscribing to. So I encourage a lot of people 
to sign up today. Colin, thank you so much. Checks you, in the mail, buddy. You picked an outstanding time to finally have a good opinion on something. <laughs> <laughs> and we and uh, I really do love you. We all do. And uh, big shout out to Erica. And uh, we love you, man. And I hope to see you soon. Really mean that. Okay. All right. You guys have a good night. Bye, Colin. So Bye. close to admitting that Colin was a drifter. So close. So close. Yeah, I know. We were, we almost had the uh, the close of the show. <laughs> Um, but we really do meet some amazingly great people and we get to know each other even better. And so when we go do these meetups like we're going to be doing at WrestleMania and like we do with these big events, um, it just feels like hooking up with friends. It really is. It's just getting together with friends. Like, you know, we went to Chicago in September for All In and we all just met for lunch and it didn't feel like, you know, that thing where it's like, oh, well, we're internet friends and now no one's talked for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like right. just really not like that. It's just hanging out with people that you already know and love and all that fun, good stuff. Um, so as we wrap things up and get ready to jump over to patreon.com slash new age insiders, we can keep the fun going and just keep the conversation alive and well with all of you and uh, be even more interactive and even more fun. Uh, what are your final thoughts on, you know, the shakeup? What are your big kind of outlining hopes? If, if Vince McMahon came to you and said, what's the biggest thing you would like to see differently on these two shows and I'll do it, what would change? Uh, the big thing is, is story time, man. Uh, I really, really want there to be a focus on storytelling i want everybody to have a point of view and develop character and drive the story from there uh it'll feel more organic and people will be able to get invested in these characters dean ambrose is not dean ambrose isn't bad at professional wrestling he just is uninteresting and because he's uninteresting you don't like him or people don't like him uh i don't like him if he was to be more interesting and have more personality and a point of view you would find him more interesting you would appreciate the in-ring professional wrestling aspect of it a lot more and i think that this entire show could use a lot more of that agreed wholeheartedly agreed um the biggest thing that i would uh, biggest piece of advice that i would give to him to vince if he asked me um is something i kind of think we've already done which is great which is i would want this show to feel more like a wrestling show and to be fair vince mcmahon you created the model for a televised wrestling show but what i didn't like was the gm role which was this hand holding like it was almost like if you were at a play and you had like a narrator but the narrator which you already don't need in a play and most plays don't have a narrator yeah. but even if you do have one like some plays kind of do it would almost be like the narrator was also like the main character yeah. and the narrator and that's what it was whether it's baron corbin or page you liked him or you, you loved him or you hated him it came down to like yep tonight this is why you're going to fight this person and you're fighting this person. Hey, this is why you're going to do this and this is why. And it right. was just like, it was like Baron Corbin's doing this like weird air traffic control where no other wrestling show in the world, including NXT with William Regal part of it, yeah. feels the need to just every segment begins with talking and narration and expo and yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, exposition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I didn't like. I just wanted a show where it's like, you know why these two guys are fighting? Because somebody called the other guy out. Like, Daniel Bryan, like, called out Mustafa Ali and was like, I don't like the fact that you drive a minivan that bought, uh, or an SUV. You're little. I don't like it. And it's just like, they fought because they talked about it and developed something and fought. It wasn't yeah. because... The man, a general manager booked a number one contender match, and you tripped me or something. Yeah, I just wanted to feel like a wrestling show where people challenge each other and fight, and I don't want my hand held. And I appreciate the fact that I think that we've already seen that implemented. And again, I'm going to be optimistic about this. You know, we're trying again phase because <laughs> sure. maybe it's going to be 
ebbs and flows, and maybe it's going to come in a wave, and maybe this time in six months we're frustrated again. Maybe, but maybe we're happy. And maybe in, like, look, and again, I know this is to dream big, but in 1996-ish, the co- people went to Vince and were like, I'm not interested anymore. I don't like what you're pumping out at yeah. me. I don't like your characters. I don't like the flow of your show. And there are alternatives. And you might think WCW is dumb, but I don't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so you can see 96-ish Raws, all the NWO shirts, right? Because there's something else I like more, and I'm even going to rep it at your thing. And, like, look, not telling you that All Elite Pro Wrestling or All In is, w- is 96 WCW. I'm not an idiot. But look at the world we're living in where people go like, Vince, you might not like the Bucks, or you might think that what they're doing is dumb. You might think being the elite is corny. But I don't. Right. And if you don't give me a reason to watch, I will stop. Yeah. And he didn't believe you, but it wound up coming to fruition. And so we're seeing the results of that. And so look, in 96, show sucked. Nobody liked anybody, right? Nobody liked anything. And by 97, Steve Austin was a thing. And by 98, he was hosing people down with beer, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, look, sure. maybe we're in the beginning of a different kind of renaissance it won't be a stone cold steve austin led renaissance unfortunately but maybe just maybe we're in the end of 1996 yeah. and 97 and 98 are gonna kick some serious ass hey maybe not but i would like to go into it we gotta try first when disney opens a new park don't you go into it being like this is gonna be incredible because disney made it and if you walk around, you're like, oh, this really let me down. That might happen, but it's probably going to be great. And it's. I don't even like Avatar. Right. And I'm sure it's delightful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, I understand why WWE has given you reason for pe- pessimism. Pessimism. I really do. Yeah. But if you want to look at this optimistically, you might go ahead and, you know, trick yourself into having some fun. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we're going to eat steak. Right and make eye contact, Daniel Bryan. Like, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> I will die. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I am. It was just such as like I am not a. This one's for you, Kimberly. I am not a vegan, yeah. <laughs> right? and I don't right. care what you think. It is not murder. Murder is what you do to people. You murder people. Yep. You do not murder pork chops. Um, I just don't believe that. Did you ever? Did, did I send you the vegan wrap? No, but I know that I'm supposed to feed uh, feed two birds with one scone now. Yeah, I know uh, that. Well, and don't feed use a fed horse. <laughs> Animals are innocent. Feed two birds with one scone. Is really tickles you? That one in particular. I just think it's deli- it just like, take them to brunch. Yeah. See those two pigeons? <laughs> take them. Go, go out for a lovely cup yeah. of coffee. Ooh, good. <laughs> uh, if you're having a good time and want to keep it going, patreon.com slash newageinsiders is where we're jumping on right now. If you're listening live, just follow us right over to patreon.com slash newageinsiders. We're going to send you over the links and all that fun stuff so you can keep listening live. Uh, twitch.tv slash new age insiders tv thank you to our new subscribers yay hooray if you have twitch prime because you have amazon prime use it jeff bezos is a billionaire and we're not yeah. yet uh twitch.tv slash new age insiders tv you can subscribe on itunes podomatic global stitcher spotify google play thank you so much for listening every single week wednesday night live at eight o'clock on newageinsiders.com. is there anything you'd like to get out there before we sign off and move over to patreon uh yeah so people have been asking where late night liam has been we are going to be revamping just because now the new format of us taking the patreon show live after this as having late night liam be live after that would be far too long and too late for you to tune back in if you're not a patreon 
So we are going to be moving this most likely to Tuesday evening. So when, uh, as soon as the new year rolls around, and because next Tuesday is Christmas, uh, so we'll probably be launching that January first. Twitch.tv slash New Age Insiders TV exclusive. Yes. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah it should be. All this stuff should start becoming that. But this show will always be available. iTunes, Podomatic, Lork, Normal, Search. Thank you so much for joining Jason Malta. Liam Strager. And Belevel. We're the New Age Insiders. Find us on Twitter, including during these shows, during these live broadcasts, during these big wrestling events, during big things in general, at New Age Insiders, at Liam NAI, at Bill Neville NAI, the website, where you can vote on the awards, newageinsiders.com slash awards, newageinsiders.com. In general, our friends, our affiliates, our fun stuff, please do uh, vote in the war- uh, vote for the awards. Join the Patreon. Subscribe to the Twitch. Jump all into this experience, and let's just have a kick-ass 2019 together, shall we? You've already made us the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. Patreon.com. Jump on over. We out. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.